one-one pitch. Fly ball deep left field. Yes, sir. There she goes. The one-one. Bautista drives it deep left field. Gone. Suddenly it is six to three for Toronto. The Blue Jays dugout has erupted as they greet Bautista at the edge of the track. You can only flirt with fire for so long. And it's gonna burn you. Look at Harry and me on the bundle line switch. Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Hello and welcome to Jays From Home. I am Matt Gower and this is my co-host and brother Steve. Hello, I'm here. You are here, I'm here. We're both here to talk about Blue Jays baseball and some, some other baseball related things um right off the top i guess um we should mention to follow us on twitter we're at jays from home uh if you want to read more of uh my baseball thoughts you can follow and read my uh, subscribe to my substack matt gower's brain on baseball.substack.com and mastodon i guess is a uh, a changing thing. Maybe I'll let <laughs> yeah. you explain this. <laughs> uh, we're, we're on Mastodon. Uh, just search for at Jays from Home. Um, it, we had an issue with the uh, with the server that we were originally on. Masthead.social is the address, but it's been down for a few weeks. So I'll put the new address in the show notes. But if you search for at Jays from Home on Mastodon, it'll show up. It doesn't matter what server you're on. I think it's it's important to remember to always tip your server, though. So. Actually, in this why. case, that is that is an accurate. Uh, I know you're you're making a joke, but uh, you should uh, make a donation to support the people hosting your uh, your server on Mastodon because it's individual people running servers, and that's why I see. our original one is down because they're they're having issues. I guess. Oh, I see. Okay, well let's 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 get into it. I don't. I didn't put anything down for this week's results because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of spring training games and and it's hard to even keep track of the scores i think it's more important that uh, the the um injury news uh is relatively quiet i don't think that other than uh, vladdy's knee issue from uh last week um other than that i don't think that there's really any injury news to speak of nobody's hurt themselves well, nobody not any new injuries. I think all the news has been uh, players coming back, right, or potential or being close to coming back. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was gonna. I have this in the notes here. Like, uh, I think we've got um, Brandon Belt uh, as a. I, he I played a game already, this. didn't he? Yeah. He well, he he is, was supposed to have made his spring training debut on Saturday. Um, and then uh, Alejandro Kirk could play today, Sunday, or maybe Monday, according to uh, I think it was maybe Hazel Mays. Yeah, Hazel Mays' uh, tweet. Uh, so they were the last two stragglers to come in uh, into camp. Um, I guess Belt has been there the whole time, but his they've been taking his uh, recovery from his knee uh, injury slowly. Um, but uh, he should I think be ready by uh, opening day. I think so. That's that's good news that we're getting uh, the full roster. Uh, back at spring training yes that that is that is very good Mm -hmm. Um, okay well what's what's also promising is uh just about the lack of injury news is uh nate pearson isn't injured yet so uh 
I did hear that. Oh, oh no, maybe that was maybe that was my video game. I think that was my video game that said he was injured. So, so I'm getting I'm, reality and 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 video games are, are, are confusing me now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, hopefully. I mean, we're, how many weeks are we into spring training? I guess what there's two uh, weeks. Left we're about three ish. Two, three weeks. We're three weeks in, I think. Yeah. So, uh, so there's still time for for his yearly injury to to surface. Yeah, I think he just maybe had a tough um, outing the other day, uh, but yeah, there's 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 lots of um, of 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 layers to uh, performances that we don't know. And we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later because there's some an interesting thread by Chris Bassett. Uh, but let's get into it. Um, what is your strikeout for the week? Oh, just a very basic strikeout this week is that I I didn't really watch any baseball. Um, just busy week so i i did i'm not really up on what's going on except for like surface news that's popped up really and and uh i don't really have any specific insights to the blue jays this week yeah well there, no i haven't watched a lot of games either i, I watched um actually no, no blue jays games this well no i did, I'm, I'm i'm sorry i'm lying i did watch an afternoon blue jays game earlier in the week on tuesday so you know i did watch that um they played i think it was the pirates um and Wednesday, I watched uh, Cubs versus Team Canada uh, warm-up game. And then um, uh, I guess it was Friday night. Was it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night, I watched the uh, Japan. I, I PVR'd it because it was recorded very early on, on Friday morning. It was Team Japan versus uh, Team Korea WBC game. So those are the games I watched this week. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's... It's it's hard to to keep track of all the all the WB there there was a there like we said last week there were a ton of warm up games and WBC um, in in uh, Japan and in I think Taiwan are, are the two locations that they're having right now have really like really late like 11 p.m. or 5 a.m. start so it's really hard to kind of um, lock into those games uh, when they're when they're starting so late so um, we're seeing now that that the the the, um, the, the pools. In in Arizona and Florida, uh, start up. There, uh, I think this weekend. Are there radio play by play feeds available? So, like, if there's, um, for instance, um, like an afternoon game during the week, is there is there like a radio feed available that? Because uh, that's usually what I've been doing in at work is just throwing on the Blue mm-hmm. Jays game when it's been a day game and you just listen to it while I work. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I yeah. could pay attention to the World Baseball Classic if they had radio play by play. They, um, I believe, if you're going into the uh, um, MLB.tv app, um, they have a specific kind of spot for um, WBC, and there there is a way to listen to the games. I believe uh, through that. Oh, you probably have there. to pay then, right? I, I think for strength training, everything is for free, so I don't think that you have to. Uh, pay you you'll you'll have to investigate that and find out because today um team canada plays uh great britain uh at three o'clock so so see if you can find the audio feed for that one i think it'll definitely it'll definitely be on sportsnet um uh, but but getting a little bit more i guess serious um my my strikeout is is astroturf um there wasn't a lot of uh i guess spotlight on this story but it's a pretty big story there was a news Hmm. uh, story came out of the philadelphia inquirer that um, their AstroTurf may have been the cause of brain cancer in six former Phillies uh, because uh, they're saying that the turf contained 16 different types of uh, per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, or PFAs, um, so-called forever chemicals. um, And the EPA says that they cause um, adverse health effects uh, that can 
devastate families. So that, I guess like, you know, mm-hmm. they can just really do bad stuff on you. And, and um, yeah, so, so six former Phillies, including uh, Darren Dalton. I don't know if you remember that name from uh, the, the 93 world series uh, pitcher, David West, they both died in 2022. Um, and the, the, this is all from this article. It says the rate of the brain cancer, among the Phillies who played at the vet between 1971 and 2003 is about three times the average rate among adult men. Um, and the, the Phillies basically, they, they released a statement saying, you know, it's, 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 it's terrible, but we don't believe there's any um, connection because they probably don't want to be sued or anything. But. Well, that, but there's, it's probably one of those things where it, you know, like there's all sorts of studies that say one thing leads to can lead to brain cancer and then there's another equal study that says the opposite so it's it's like they're probably just choosing to go with the study that uh that denies any kind of link That's yeah probably yeah what's but, going but it's, on. it's pretty uh pretty damning evidence like it's it's the, like i said there's six they found like they, they got a sample of the actual like of the the the, the uh, veteran stadium in philadelphia astroturf like they were uh i guess on ebay they were they had like samples of it that they from like 1981 or whatever the um of of the um world series year someone was selling, they, they gave away samples and someone was selling them on ebay so they got that and they tested it and that's where these um uh the 16 types of pfas yeah. uh came from so so and 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 like they said that there's three times the average rate among adult men of of, of having um brain cancer amongst former phillies there was six former phillies in all and um it wasn't in philadelphia but there was a tweet thread and someone was showing just how hot the uh astroturf heats up on a hot day i think it was like 140 degrees the astro the, the surface of the field itself and that releases stuff into the yeah, field yeah. and can and, and, and can hurt the player so that's that's my strikeout is is astroturf yet another way that astroturf can can hurt players very seriously and 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 another aspect of the strikeout is just how little coverage this story has gotten because I, I like it seems to me like a really big story yeah i i think part of it is probably because that uh, the actual article is behind a paywall so yeah people aren't reading it because they can't or they don't there, want there was to like a, there was it, a thread so. on on twitter about it uh links to it so there were they, they had some 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 basic information and i i found um a deadspin article uh, that that went into a little bit more detail. So maybe we'll link to those two, the, to the Twitter thread and the Deadspin article, so people can have a look on the uh, show notes. Uh, but yeah, pretty big story that's not getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I I do not have a no decision. I guess that would be my no decision. So do you have? Well, let's go to yours. Might as well. Sure. 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 No well, I I think I sent you this article as well. There's a really great. Um, uh, Substack uh, called the Advanced Scout, and he was talking about how um, you know pitchers are going to need to adjust their mechanics. And I think that we talked about this as well on on the podcast. But he specifically went into um, Kevin Gossman's uh, toe tap, um, and he he was was focusing on on that. But one more thing that um, another aspect of that, if you get he he got rid of the tap, but mm-hmm. it's also slowing down his delivery. Um, and he was not he didn't he had a pretty slow delivery to the plate to start with that one and a half seconds uh, to the plate, which is is not ideal. I think I think the ideal rate is around like like one point. Yeah, uh, the when pitchers go to a stretch delivery, he says it typically takes one point two to one point four seconds. Um, and and one point five is pretty slow. And, th- and when he's removing his toe tap, it's up to one point six. So, um, you know, like the the, the shift was was a lot of people thought was kind of hurting Kevin Gossman last year, but maybe if he allows runners on base, stolen bases could be his kind of Achilles heel, speaking of the tap. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully 
his uh, Achilles does not uh, uh, hurt or uh, get well. What is it? Torn? Broken? I don't know. How Ruptured. Let's just not snapped. even go there. Let's just yeah. let's just hope that he'll, he'll allows a minimal um, base runners because yeah, that he's gonna that that uh, delivery and and again. It's early, so maybe maybe he's get, he's working on a way to speed up that delivery to the plate. We'll have to kind of monitor that. But uh, it's uh, one one and a half seconds is 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 not ideal if you aren't wanting to um, allow any stolen bases. Well, I will I will counter that with uh, not being uh, called for a balk is more ideal than uh, than that than the slower delivery. So yeah, that that would advance the runner automatically. So that would not be good either. Uh, okay, my home run is is very simple. Even though I haven't really watched the games, uh, I have heard uh, a lot. Uh, Kikuchi, as far as I know, has, uh, uh, he still had uh, scoreless innings. Like he hasn't allowed a run yet. Oh, really? Um, I think so. Um, but I'm gonna uh, double check I, your work here. What's that? I'm gonna double check your work on on on, on MLB.com here. Okay. Okay. Well, um, th- either way, um, th- it's. It's, I know it's spring training, but it's promising that he's um, he's like, I, it, yeah, meaningless games and whatever. But it can only help grow his confidence and and how the team views him. Um, I'm mm-hmm. indifferent on whether or not he makes the starting rotation, uh, but I I think I think maybe Kikuchi will be the the player I will root for this year to uh, to have a, a turnaround year and and do well. Well, yeah, and I think that if he does make the starting rotation, that's a good sign. That's a good thing. And you're right. He has right now uh, in three games uh, zero e- ERA. So he's allowed no earned runs, earned runs at least. I assume probably no runs at all. Um, pitched seven innings, nine strikeouts. So, so yeah, he's been doing he's been doing okay. Uh, this this he's doing, been doing well this spring training so far. So maybe he will earn himself a spot into the roster. And and the thing about about Yusei Kikuchi is that a lot of people are saying that the um, pitch clock. Uh, will mean that there's less kind of um, just he 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 won't he won't overthink his delivery or his or, or his, his pitch selection and he'll just throw the ball and that'll Actually, just make things that much quicker. That that reminds me, I did send you a Twitter thread um, about Kikuchi. Oh, I forgot to read I, that one. I, yeah, <laughs> well, I I forgot that I did read it, so we're, we're even, I guess. Uh, yeah. But I think um, what uh, what he broke down was he it was uh, I'll I'll find the link to it again. But his opinion was that the pitch clock isn't really making that much of a difference okay even though i i think it, it to me it probably seems like it can only it makes help. some sort of difference somehow but, but yeah but not not directly i guess is what he's saying yeah so um yeah i'll, I'll throw that uh I'll, I'll put that in the links as well i better write that down or else i'm gonna forget that one the other links yeah. are in the, our show notes so yeah, um, you know, so so I think I think overall it will be a good thing if he makes the rotation because it means that he earned his spot in. So that's so so that's that's good. That's a good thing. So so yeah, that that he does deserve the home run for, so far for his his uh, his his results uh, pitching. All right, what's your home run this week? Well, my, yeah, my home run. Uh, we we recorded an episode before this news came in last week, so we didn't have the chance to talk about this at all, which would have been a great thing to talk about. But we can talk about it now. Um, the Blue Jays announced uh, that Jose Bautista will be added to their level of excellence on August the 12th. Um, and they'll also be giving away a bat flip bobblehead for the game. So so yeah. well-deserved. And I think I talked about it before when we were talking about retiring numbers and such like that, that, that Jose Bautista is definitely deserving of being on that level of excellence for the Jays. Yeah, I, I think it was Bautista that I, that I mentioned that I said they wouldn't retire his jersey. Um, but they would they don't have, retire jerseys generally. They they would have retired it, I think, 
if maybe uh, the Blue Jays had won the World Series, but I think level of excellence is a good spot for him. Yeah, no, I think that they've only retired two jerseys in the history of the Blue Jays. One is Roy Halladay, which, you know, obviously he he, he died in that horrible plane accident uh, a few years ago. Um, and the other, and I think they're trying to erase this number, is, is Roberto Alomar because he made the he was you know voted to the Hall of Fame. So generally they don't they don't really. And the only and the other number that they retired was I think it was Tom Cheeks. Um, was it Tom Cheeks or Jerry Howarth? Uh, Tom okay. Cheek, but it, that's level of excellence. That's his uh, 4,306 consecutive games. Yeah, well, that yeah, like the, I guess yeah, they put it. It's not really a number retired, but they they put they they recognize that number on the level of excellence, but they don't really retire numbers in general. Other than that, maybe Tony Fernandez did that, or maybe, or is he just up on the level of excellence? I could be wrong. I don't, I but anyways, don't. anyways, Jose Bautista. He, you know, he really, um, for me personally, and I'm, uh, he, he kind of, along with a lot of Blue Jays fans, he kind of led the resurgence of this team and the, and the renewal of interest in, in, uh, Blue Jays over the past, over, over 10 years. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, um, listening to one of the games, uh, when, like it was, it was, I, I think it was like an afternoon game or something. I and mean, he hit his fiftieth home run that one year. Uh, that was it wasn't a playoff year, but uh, but yeah, it was. He hit fifty four home runs, and I remember I just happened to be uh, uh, listening at the time when he hit his fiftieth. That was, uh, mm-hmm. was that was good. Uh, that was that was yeah. That wasn't a playoff year, but uh, that was like part of the the start of uh, of what they were putting together for twenty fifteen eventually. Eventually, yeah, it took five years, some starts and stops, and some some a, a, a two different GMs down in in that that five year uh, span, and, and at least a couple different coaches, uh, managers. I mean, um, but yeah, so so it's really well deserved and uh, nice to see uh, Jose Bautista. It'll nice to see be it will be nice to see him come back uh, to Rogers Center and just get the uh, recognition that he definitely deserves. Yeah. Um, okay, what's, uh, we we have the, a weekly poll, although I think this one went up uh, a little late, so that might be yeah. explain the the low number of vo- votes for this one. Yeah, I put, I forgot to put it up. I made a draft on like a Tuesday, and I was going to put it up on the Wednesday, but then I forgot to do it. I was like, oh well, I should put it up, and I I, I put it up at the wrong time, basically. But uh, the weekly poll was who's the favorite to win the the WBC uh, this year, and the options were Dominican Republic, Japan, USA, or another team. Reply with your pick, and I think whether or not um, what how no matter how many votes we would have gotten, I think Japan would have been the majority, and I think if more that people was my would have vote. USA maybe has a chance or or Dominican Republic. Um, but yeah, Japan, I think, uh, and we, we, we've seen them pretty much dominate their opponents so far. Um, you know, otherwise, and, and I, I, I tweeted the other day, you know, like, actually, I'm going to change my vote to the Czech Republic because they scored two runs against yeah. Japan. And that's like their, their miracle on ice because the Czech Republic, I don't know if you know much about this team, but it's like a team of basically just like firefighters and everyday uh, <laughs> got Czech European dudes who have no background in, in, in professional baseball. So it's, it's a pretty cool story. I see. Um, yeah. I see that there was a reply with other, and I assume that's one vote. Did any? They didn't or, say who they were going to vote for. No. But maybe they were just taking the field. <laughs> if they say other, then they're right no matter what if uh, Japan well, doesn't win. Oh, yeah. If Japan or Dominican Republic or USA. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so you think Japan's going to win too? Yeah. 
that that was my pick, but that's that's mm-hmm. based on zero research and just uh, you know, it's, Japan is usually a strong baseball country, so yeah. Uh, well, they've won two um, two WBC so it, it far. It doesn't seem um, like a big stretch to me. No, no, and 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 you know, any of those three teams. USA, Dominican Republic would be would be fair choices. Korea's got a good team too. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll have to double check who's coming out of out of the, the that pool though between Japan and Korea. But probably those two teams are coming out of that that pool. So those are two strong teams. Mexico is strong. There's a lot of like I remember I was listening to uh, Suspeda's family barbecue. They were saying Venezuela could be a sneaky good team, but we'll have to wait and see because the um, the Arizona, like I said, Arizona and the Miami uh, pools are just getting started uh, this this weekend. So so um, we'll find out this week. Um, yeah, and I saw Drew Fair Service um, tweeted out or retweeted a Shohei Otani home run. Are they playing in uh, in Tropicana Field. The... No, they're playing in the Tokyo Dome. They're playing in in, in Japan. Oh, okay. Uh, well, either way, it it does not look like uh, like the the turf in there doesn't looks just as bad as uh, as Tampa Bay's. Well, let's just hope it's not astroturf. That's all we can we can hope for. I, it, I you know what though, probably... I was I was I was I was noticing the stadium when I was watching the the Korea versus Japan game, and 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 you know it's a dome stadium. Um, it's but it's it's not that bad of a, like the aesthetics aren't terrible. Like it's 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 nice to see a baseball game, and it's also nice to see that atmosphere because um, I was telling Krista this um, back back in the pandemic in 2020, we were getting a lot of those uh, Korean games on TV, but there was no fans in the stands, so we didn't get kind of that that different kind of uh, fan reaction to to to. Um, to to different plays that we that we get to see this time around, so it's it's pretty it's pretty fun to watch. All right, well, um, one of these days before the end of the WBC, I'll I'll either listen or or watch a game. We'll see. Well, for the Japan and Taiwan, you might have missed your chance. I'm not sure what the schedule <laughs> is for those guys, but you'll have to wake up pretty early. Uh, yeah, and that's or not happening. Um, well, actually, you know what? If if there are any like. Um, early morning games that run into maybe like 6 a.m. or something. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll get down on the bike and, and throw it on, on TV. But uh, Well, that, that's... that's your chance because, the, 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 the for instance, that Japan-Korea game started at 5 a.m. So there you but go. still not watching the entire game. I, I can't uh, sit on the bike for three hours. I suppose. I have I to suppose. go to work eventually. Yeah. You could, you could like, bike. You can Instead of biking to work, you could bike at work and just do all, all your work on the bike. Mm, that'd be kind of hard. I need uh, need to use a mouse, and uh, yeah, it's it's not uh, not. I don't very, think mice have good. long enough legs to ride bikes. <laughs> um, so uh, so we we talked about the uh, the level of excellence, and I, I I held off from from this segue, but um, I was going to suggest that maybe you could check out the level of excellence to see how uh, what names are up there and what jerseys are retired by buying a twenty dollar general admission ticket. Oh, uh, which yes. was just announced. Well, you know what though? Um, I guess you, yeah. Uh, the the you don't get a seat. Uh, yeah. For those general admission tickets, but you do have access to all like the, the they're they're calling them the outfield neighborhoods. Um, so you'd be facing the the wrong way to see the level of excellence, I think. Uh, but you can have a little stroll around the stadium to to check it out. Well, I wonder how they how they are going to um, uh, enforce that. Like, you know, what, what's stopping people from? Uh, trying to get a seat if they see something that's empty well i think that they can probably do that but if you have a a seat um and someone is sitting in your seat and you ask them to leave they will probably 
understand that it's not their their seat. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they haven't hit those one of those outfield neighborhoods too hard and will be um, uh, 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 too too drunk or whatever to 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 uh, follow instructions. But uh, well, no, I I, th- I mean I mean that like if they see an empty seat that like clearly nobody's been sitting in it and they go and you know how people sneak down into lower levels to try and get an empty well, seat that happens it's all like, the time it's like the oscars tonight they'll be the seat fillers and that's that's <laughs> fine to have to have people sitting in seats and 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 filling up the stadium and making it look look more more full if they, if they haven't actually purchased seats that's fine to me i think i me, did so. see something in in one of the articles or announcements or something about um access to uh, the retro bleachers or something. So I think there might be like bleacher style seating that you can, you can access. It's so just retro not bleachers, a... are well, they going like... to like recreate like exhibition stadium, like, <laughs> like, like no, no individual seat, like metal benches kind of thing. Well, maybe they're plastic at this point, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm picturing that kind of bench seating, which is not exactly comfortable. So that kind of seems uh, about right for tw- uh, general admission tickets. Well, what you do, and I've seen this in in, uh, in the states, is people get their own like like little like like portable chairs that fit onto to to the bleachers. But they, so the Jays can 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 sell those, or maybe maybe add that to the giveaway for for, for early on. All right. Well, um, that that's interesting though. That's good that they have um, they've announced some some cheap tickets, so it's easy to to just. It, I I don't know how they are going to manage like the the number. Uh, the number of people like you know as how what is a sellout uh for those tickets or anything Mm -hmm, but uh mm -hmm. but it's good if you if you are like last minute want to catch a game and you're not looking to spend a lot of money just uh throw down twenty dollars and uh and you get to go to the game yeah i imagine there's some sort of capacity uh limit that they that they would have for each individual (laughs) game um it's it's interesting because they used to have this uh back in the early 2000s or 2010s or whatever even the early 2000s where you could i think it was like something like 450 dollars and gave you like a season ticket for the for the like the 500 section or something like that so it's kind of a similar idea to that but uh not as not as cheap i guess i think if you went to every game it would cost more than 20 dollars a game yeah oh and and one thing i saw someone commented that uh they've had this kind of um ticket in cleveland where it's like i think it's 15 dollars for the ticket and then four dollars for uh for a drink voucher or something so that's uh i makes sense that uh this kind of idea is coming from a former cleveland executive well there you go and and, and yeah hopefully this will uh create a new generation of 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 Jays fans for these cheap cheap tickets because it's not it's it, you know baseball games you know they are affordable but it's not the easiest thing to be able to to uh, just at the last minute go and drop drop everything and get get a good good fun uh, seat so there you go yeah okay uh, what's the what's next on the list here there's looks well, like a, a a list uh, uh, a top ten list that I've I see on here yes uh, yeah the top ten uh, MLB dot com released a I guess uh, uh, the best lineup duos uh, in 2023, the, the top 10 best lineup duos. And, and Vladdy and, and Boba Shett, uh came in at number seven. Um, now, can you, are you looking at the list right now? Yeah, I, I can see the list. Okay, I was going to like say for you to guess who would be number one. But number one, well, let's go down from number 10. So number 10 was for the Mets, uh, first baseman Pete Alonso and shortstop Francisco Lindor. Um for the Twins, number nine was Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton. 
that's a little iffy for me because I don't know if either of them plays a full season. Uh, and same for number eight here, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Um, they, there's some injury risk there, so I can see why they're so low on the list. Seven was Vladdy and Bo. Uh, number six, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Austin Riley for the Braves. Uh, number five is Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado for the Cardinals. That's a little high, too, because they're starting to get into their, their, their 30s. Paul Goldschmidt is in his mid-30s. Nolan Arenado is, is in his early 30s. So they're, they're kind of, you know, maybe, maybe not at the peak of their careers anymore. Um, Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve for the Astros. Number four. Number three is Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman for the Dodgers. Uh, number two, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani for the Angels. And number one was Juan Soto and Manny Machado for the Padres. So I think you could interchange one and two there for sure. Um, and this yeah. is this is uh, when they say best lineup duo. This is uh, players who are hitting back to back, right? Like it's not. Uh... Um, I don't know actually. I, I don't know if that's maybe maybe, but like I, I'm thinking more like remember that old NBA Jam game where you had to like pick like two players and oh, like yeah, two yeah. two. So that, that this would be like the NBA Jam duos i would say i don't know if they're necessarily back-to-back in the order but uh just two guys who are are, are, are forces for their team i see yeah I, I don't know who i would pick on the jays other than guerrero and bichette um i would because i was almost thinking like maybe springer would be in the mix there somehow but uh not no those, from september's uh, results i'd say bichette and and vlad are, are a pretty good choice those those are your two best players on the team those are the two those are the two players who you want to be your best players on the team and who you expect to be the best players on your team so if they're if there's something if they're not the two best players then that's 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 not great but uh and now i yeah. i thought at first that this was maybe um also like the taking the infield into account like the best shortstop and first baseman duo and i thought that uh vlad and bichette was a little high at number seven but now i I see that it's not uh not necessarily where they are in the field it's the it's the batting lineup that is well that's not true because i thought i don't think shohei otani ranks that high if he's not a pitcher Uh, i don't know no, I think I think fielding takes uh, into account for sure because uh, Nolan Arenado is probably the best third baseman in the league, and then Paul Goldschmidt is a very good defensive first baseman. Um, Jordan Alvarez is is a DH primarily, so, he, so 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 maybe on that end not so. He much, has a one hundred percent defense at DH. Yeah, well, he can play in the in, in the outfield if he needs to, I suppose. Uh, yeah, Mookie Betts is a good fielder. Freddie, Fiel- Fre- Freddie Freeman's a very good first baseman. So, so no, I think you uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I don't. He's he's a DH. Uh, but yeah, Byron Buxton is one of the best center fielders, if not the best center fielder in, in the league. Um, so no, I think you I think you factor in defense to this as well for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, the next couple of uh, news items here. We talked about that already. Uh, Brandon Belt had his spring training debut yesterday, Saturday? Or was um, it According previous? to this, well, let me, let, you, just, uh, let me look it up really quickly here. Okay, see, um, see the, the and then here. Uh, Alejandro Kirk, they've been saying he could play today, Sunday, or tomorrow, Monday. So I'm, I'm going to guess. He's not playing today. He's not playing today. I'm just looking at Philadelphia's lineup, the, the lineup versus Philadelphia today. By the way, Kikuchi is pitching for the Jays, uh, just so you know. Um, now I'm just going to check yesterday's uh, box score. Let's just see here. Yeah, yeah I Brandon, Brandon Belt, Belt was, was in the game was, yesterday. Was one, had, was one for one, it looks like. I'm not sure how many at-bats he had. Um, but yeah, he was in the lineup yesterday, so that's that's a good uh, good sign for sure. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I guess Kirk will maybe expect to see him on Monday. 
Yeah, um, that'll be interesting. Um, maybe uh, I'll try to tune into to that game. I'll be working from home, so I might be able to throw it on, uh, actually watch the game on on an iPad or something. We'll see. Maybe. Um, yeah. Okay, this, this next one we have on the list, uh, we also uh, alluded to it earlier. Chris Bassett had an interesting Twitter thread that you sent this one to me, and I, I thought um, the the – one of the things I got from it is that he was replying to a lot of people. Like he's very, uh, he's, he seems a very personable player, uh, on social media. Very but, engaged. Yeah. As they say. Um, but so, so what, this is basically, um, explaining what pitchers go through in spring training, right? Like outing mm-hmm. by outing. Yeah, so um, he was t- he 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 basically going through like roughly I guess they expect to get maybe five or six outings uh, per spring training on average because that's about six weeks worth of spring training. Um, so he's saying out outing number one, uh, feel the mound, get comfortable with people in the box. Uh, number two is feel the lanes. Am I throwing the pitches in the correct area? So control basically. Um, number three is time to gain some velocity. Uh, number four, establish velocity floor and work one to two pitches off of that. And number five and six, time to treat it like a game. So, so, the, so things start ramping up right near the end there. One thing he didn't mention in this thread, though, is is just getting used to those new rules, which I think he was yeah. experimenting with in his in his third start that he just uh, had on Saturday. Yeah, I, I would say that outing number one would be like getting used to the new rules would kind of be mm-hmm. included in that. So, I suppose. is this is this just uh, Bassett's um, plan, or is this do you think this is what most pitchers are following? Well, I think it's his personal plan, but I think yeah, I think a lot of pitchers kind of go by these general guide guidelines. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think everybody has a specific uh, plan that's exactly the same as that. It depends on 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 the individual, and and you know it'll depend on on their health as well and and things like that. So, what do you think Kikuchi is working on in his fourth outing today? Fourth outing? Well, um, I guess we'll have to see. Uh, like, because he's been course, working on pitches, right? Like, so. Yeah. Work one to two pitches uh, on uh, Bassett's plan. Like, I, what what is Kikuchi working on? Is he getting? Well, did he of add a new, new pitch to his? He added a new pitch to his to his uh, repertoire. So I'm not sure exactly what which pitch that is. So maybe maybe he's just kind of you know um, bringing up the velocity yeah. and, and just ma- making sure those. Maybe he's going to focus on that the, the new pitch and make sure it works and and just try to try to you know. Strike some guys out and, I think, and and keep that keep that ERA close to zero as possible. I think the <laughs> the new the new pitch was like they've described it as like a combination slider and cutter. Okay, Something so, like so maybe, I don't really know what that looks like, other than maybe a little bit of a curve to it. Well, maybe maybe today's uh, and I'm I'm only purely speculating, but maybe today's um, outing is is basically kind of t- determining whether it will be game ready and 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 like like regular season ready and if you'll be able to, to use it um going forward in those in those final two outings okay uh, we well i'm we'll see if i if i watch the game but i'll probably pay attention to the results after regardless at least to kikuchi's uh, stat line um one more uh blue jays note i think yeah so this was a fun one um, according, there's a, a survey by Crestline, I guess they take surveys, um, and the Blue Jays, according to this survey, have the fifth least annoying fans in Major League Baseball. So that, 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 that's good? Uh, yeah, I guess. Wait, five, five least annoying or five, fifth most annoying? Five fifth least. least. 
Okay. Least annoying. Yeah, so the, so the the most annoying fan base uh, would be any guesses? Have you looked at this yet? Oh yeah, I looked at it. It's the Yankees. The Yankees, the Red Sox, the Astros. You know, the, the most successful teams, I guess, traditionally are the most annoying fan bases. Cause you got the the Dodgers, Phillies, Cubs, Cardinals. Well, Cubs aren't so, as successful. Mets. So so there you go. Um, and then interestingly, also the worst behaved fans are kind of similar on that. The Jays are are the twentieth on that list. Uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting though. Like some of the some of the differences between most annoying and worst behaved like seattle is the least both least annoying and best behaved but like Uh kansas city royals they are ranked 29th as most annoying and but they are the 23rd uh worst behaved fans and like same thing milwaukee is at the bottom for like they're they're the least worst behaved fans but they're higher up on most annoying fans. It's it's uh, a little interesting how like the well, I, I, I think what, what the survey like, looked like. I, I think that either it's I'm not sure how they take the survey, but they're they're like they're they're going to ask just a question like who's the most annoying fan base or who are the least the the worst behaved fans. So like the 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 these teams just come last to mind. Of some people did vote for these teams as as worst behaved, but the the teams that come first to mind are the are these teams. Like that, it's not really. Um, accurate, I, I would say, and, and whether it's actually true or not, it's just that. Well, maybe it is because people don't don't think of them automatically. But I don't, you know. Um, they also had most annoying players and most annoying managers, and I thought the manager was pretty um, accurate as far as the top uh, guy being Tony La Russa. His, I would say, yeah, he might be the most annoying manager. Uh, yeah, good thing he's retired. Um, Forcefully, forced. Interestingly, yeah. interestingly, Don Mattingly, bench coach for the Jays, hmm. was uh, number ten as the most annoying manager. Somehow, I'm not sure how that factors in. Joe Madden, also another good choice for most annoying manager because he's been pretty outspoken in his being anti uh, analytics and things like that. Uh, yeah, Dusty Baker, I can maybe see that, but I think he's kind of mellowed lately. Um, most annoying pay- players: Jose Altuve, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Aaron Judge, I'm not sure. Like, he, it's annoying because he hit so many home runs. Like, he seems like a pretty. I don't nice know. Yeah, Judge guy. seems like uh, like I'm. I'm not generally a Yankees fan, but uh, he Me seems either. like a pretty down to earth player. Uh, like a really kind of nice guy. Like kind of um, anti Yankee kind of player. I guess. Yeah, and Mike Trout is also on this list. Interestingly, now people who are deserved to be on this list, I would say Alex Bregman, Trevor Trevor Bauer for sure. Uh, Tatis Jr. I could see because of his sus- suspension. Also, Josh Donaldson definitely. Um, yeah, I could see you know Bryce Harper, Manny Machado ruffling a f- few feathers. Jose Altuve maybe a tiny bit, but yeah, uh, it's, it's some interesting. Well, there's reasons. there's uh, two Astros on the list, and I I am a hundred percent sure that's probably influenced by uh, the cheating scandal. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also had some. Um, Oh, here are the top 10 teams with the best behaved fan bases. So but I don't know if they're just re- <laughs> ranking this from, from the bottom up, but Seattle Mariners is, again, yeah. at the top. Um, uh, let's see here. Most arrogant fans ranked are the Yankees, Red Sox, the most successful teams, basically. Um, let's see here. Um, I'm honestly yeah. surprised that Toronto is ranked pretty low in terms of uh, annoying fans because Toronto fan base... Uh, can be 
uh, pretty annoying. But maybe like because it's it's a countrywide fan base, it kind of dilutes the water a little bit and it takes away from the from the Toronto like the ones that overlap with the Maple Leafs fans. Yeah, and but also we kind of focus very much on our own fan base as well. So that so so our own uh, perspectives are a little bit skewed to that as well. So that I was suppose. just a fun a fun little survey that they did. Um, so there you go. Okay. Um, what do we What do we have next? Where are we going? Um, well, things. you know what? Let's let's do. St- we have a couple just minor um, MLB general news to to, and then and then we'll go into our B team stuff. But yeah, there was a big uh, signing for a uh, top prospect yesterday. He signed an extension with Corbin Carroll. Signed an extension with the Diamondbacks for an eight year, one hundred eleven million dollar deal. He was uh, ranked generally number one. I think Keith Law most recently ranked him number one in his top one hundred prospect list. But generally, he's kind of a a top prospect in the league so that's 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 good news for him and i i've seen him play a couple uh spring training games and he's fast like i saw him hit a hit a triple um against the dodgers um a couple weeks ago so he's he's a good player i'll take your word for it i've never heard of him okay um and then the marlins signed yuli guriel to a minor league deal now this is a a long time in the making because i think they've been talking about this for at least two or three weeks but he finally signs uh, with a team, uh, he signs with the Marlins, and uh, I guess maybe he's in with, with on a minor league deal because he signed so late. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, and I said to you, I don't, I didn't realize that he was a free agent at all. So uh, there we go. Yeah, he yeah he is, his deal was up with the with the Astros, and they signed um, Jose Abreu to uh, replace him basically. So gotcha. at first base because he he wasn't hitting so well, and and. Um, he, I think, go, he's a, like a third baseman uh, in, in in Cuba, and but they only had like because of Alex Bregman playing third base for the Astros, they only had uh, first base to kind of slot him in. So, so that's kind Let's of see. where he's been, I mean, and that's where he is, I guess now. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, let's go. Where do you say we're going to the B team? Yeah. So so um, we decided um, just to kind of skip ahead, uh, and then we'll jump back to the B team. Uh, our we, we decided for the season previews, we're going to uh, preview the West division. We're going to like do the, the the West divisions this week, Central divisions next week, and then finish with the East divisions the week before the season starts. Um, and we have to pick a B team, so I thought we'd we'd look at a, a few teams from the. AL and AL West division to, to think about as as a potential B team. So, I'll, I'll, did you have any any teams that kind of stood out for you as as uh, a B team from the either the AL or the NL West from this list? Um, I well, this is the the list. This is all the teams in those divisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I, I kind of thought about uh, the Mariners, but like they yep. seem kind of like more of a rival for the Blue Jays. So it's, it's, that's a little bit conflicting, but I think that's probably where I would go with. Like, I mean, there's other teams that I think I would probably, I I might choose if we weren't taken into account, we're trying to compete for uh, uh, the more successful team. Um, Like I'm not going to pick the, the Diamondbacks or the, or the Rockies or, or the A's, but um, yeah. I mean, there's there's the Angels too, I guess for mm-hmm. um, for Shohei Otani, but I don't know. I think for me, the Mariners stand out as uh, as a good team to follow. Yeah, and 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 I, I would say have on the Oscar. Other, that's true. Um, for one season, I think he might they might let him walk after the season. Um, I think that on the other end, in the NL, the, the Padres uh, are the team to watch. Um, 
just because they're they're they've they're, they're, their lineup is stacked. They've got Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr. is making his comeback. Um, so so they're going to be really uh, an even more fun team to watch than last year because they've got you know Juan Soto for the full year. They only had him after the trade deadline, and he didn't really play that well for Juan Soto standards. So so the Padres are, are a good 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 team to look at as well. Uh, but you're you're right. Like you know if if, if you chose the Mariners and and I had to choose a division in the AL West to compete, I might choose the Angels. Um, just because they they I think they could be a sneaky good team. I I don't know that they're good enough to make the playoffs this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they if they did. Right. Um okay. So, I guess uh Hank, speaking of of uh of ranking teams, um why don't we go to to where we would uh preview what we think the divisions are going to look like at the end of the season? Yeah, do you have a list? I don't see your list here. No, I, I didn't end up making a list because uh, I I have I I think there's our, our list is going to be similar, but I have a okay. few uh, a, a few different uh, like a, a different arrangement for for some of the teams. Okay, well, yeah. So do you want me to do do mine then, and then sure. we can kind of talk about how your list might be different. Yeah. And also, um, what I'm what 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 we're gonna do is um. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if you met, did you mention this on the podcast about the, yeah, you did mention on the podcast about the, how they have the AI uh, mottos. Um, yeah. 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 Posted we did. We by said that last Dan week. Um, so we're going to give their models along with um, the, uh, the, the, the rankings. So I'll start with the AL West and I'll go from the bottom. Um, I think that the A's, and this is, this is not going out on a limit. All the A's will be last place in the, in the AL West. Um, their, their, their AL, AI motto is, is, is maybe pretty evident of, of, of their success uh, in the division. It's hitting is for suckers. That's their AI <laughs> motto. Um, and maybe, maybe you can, as I go up the list, you can tell me where your list differs here. Um, I think that the Rangers, um, uh, again, their motto is, uh, is also slightly apt. It's, if it ain't broke, what do you want us to do about it? And I think broke is the key word here because they have um, a lot um, kind of riding on their pitching staff. Uh, specifically Jacob deGrom, and I think that he will. He traditionally he has broken down um, over the uh, over the years. So I, 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 consistently, he, he hasn't pitched like a full season in, in. I don't know if if he ever has really, to be honest. Um, so I think that the Rangers they're not there yet. They're, they've spent a lot of money, uh, but they're 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 gonna they're, they're not there yet. They might they might finish five hundred, but. Fourth is, I think, the the highest that they're gonna gonna go. Um, okay. Are you are you with me on this so far? Um, no, I I think uh, we I I think that uh, the next the next one above, I'm gonna I would flip them. So uh, what's what's your next team? Uh, so so you're saying that the Angels? You believe the Angels will be fourth? My my yeah. my pick is the Angels to be third in the division. Okay, um, and their 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 AI motto is testaments to the boom times to come. So so you're maybe not so um, bullish on the on the motto, whereas I I'm, I'm I, I think that this motto could could be uh, evident of their of their potential success well, this year. I'm treating it more along the lines of uh, the Angels don't seem to know what they're doing uh, most of the time. Well, they played this off season. They 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 they, they had the off, an off season where they maybe kind of did feel like they know what they they were doing. They the, the I guess confusing thing about it was that they kind of went through the off season like they're going to be sold, and at the last minute, Artie Marino, their owner, said, "No, I'm not going to sell the team." So they kind of had a bunch of shorter term deals. Um, 
But maybe the boom times to come mean they're going to resign Shohei Otani. Maybe it means that uh, they're going to be sold and they'll have good years in the future with their new owner. But yeah, I think they're going to be number three. Um, second in the division is going to be the Mariners, and their their motto is "Mind your head and let your feet be your weapons." So I guess that means they're going to uh, be a pretty speedy base run a stealing lot, yeah. kind of team. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think you're with me on that. And then I think you're also with me on on this. Um, the Astros will win the division, and their motto is pretty apt as well. And it's "Good luck, fuckers." Yeah. Um. I, I was. I was. Not. Are you going to enti- bleep that? By the way, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't know. We'll see if I can figure out. Uh, uh, how to how to do that um i i i was kind of mixed on whether i would say mariners or astros so like i i kind of wonder if maybe the astros uh you know sometimes the teams don't uh don't perform as well the year after winning a world series but mm-hmm. i don't know i think they they seem to have a strong enough team maybe they'll they'll be fine you know they're they're strong on teams. You know, they lost Justin Verlander in free agency, but their their starting pitching is pretty strong as well as their relief. And they didn't lose any position players. So so yeah, I think that they're um, they're a pretty strong team overall. So yeah, now let's go to the NL West here. Start from the bottom again. Um, so let's see here. Um, maybe I'll start with the AI model this time. So the 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 model is it's going to be beautiful or maybe acceptable. And I think this is pretty a pretty good description of uh the Rockies because that's <laughs> pretty much if like if, if you just attend the home games. So they <laughs> uh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um so so they're they're going to be last in the division uh because yeah, it's it's they're not they they aren't run by the smartest uh, minds in baseball either. Um next, you got to beat them or you can't which is pretty much how baseball games are played. The Diamondbacks. Um, I are you are you kind of with me on the on the order so far? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think there's really like you probably you you could flip Arizona and Colorado, but I don't think that it like it, there maybe it's it's a difference of like one win. Uh, well, I'm going to disagree with you. I think I think the Diamondbacks are going to be the most one of the more improved teams. They're going to be like the Orioles from last year. So they could be, you know, they I would say they could flip with the Giants even. And the Giants are a, 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 just a hard team to figure out what they're going to end up being. And uh, so so I kind of buried the gave it away here. The Giants are my number 3 team. This team is highly compatible with Booze. Um, they've got good craft beer in their stadium, I'm sure. So there you go. Um, and, and, and yeah, it might be kind of a frustrating or it could be very, you know, like maybe, maybe at the end of the year, they will be, uh, you know, spraying champagne all over their, their, their clubhouse for making the playoffs because, um, I was listening to, I forget what, I, what podcast I was listening to, but someone was saying like, um, the giants are a really coaching focused team and, um, and they, with the with the, the the lockout, they didn't have a lot of time to communicate with their players. So so maybe the the full season, uh, the full off season of communication will help them just to kind of be a better team uh, for it. Because they won 107, they won the West Division in 2021. They won 100 over 100 games, 107 games, I think it was. Um, they were a really good team, and then they kind of just went back to to, to normal or to, to, to like a 500 team last year. So so what what team are we going to see out of these Giants? It's hard to say. Mm. Okay, what's uh your your number two? Okay, number two, welcome to hell and like it is the Padres. So, 
I don't know what to make of that that uh, motto. Uh, you know, like I guess maybe that's that's a, more of a warning for 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 visiting for teams pitchers. when they come to. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Padres I think are going to be my number two team. Do, do, where, do you have them in there too? That's this is another kind of um, highly debated uh, yeah, this, positioning. This one I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'm mainly, not sure either, to be honest. Mainly, like I I think it 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 it's probably something that'll be close. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard to, hard to say. I I think it's sort of like along the lines of um, I'm thinking like where I was saying Astros and Mariners, I was kind of close to, to flipping those, but um, I I would probably lean more towards the Padres winning the division, but I'm not sure. Uh, So I think I probably would list them the way you have it. Yeah. And I, I have the Dodgers, uh, winning the division, uh, their their AA motto is "Let the great unwashed wallow in its squalor." So I guess they're just referring to the rest of the division. I'm not sure, but um, I think you know, like until until they've proven really otherwise, the Dodgers like they they they're a machine. They have that 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 depth that keeps coming through. Um, they have had some significant injuries to shortstop, and they didn't um, really anticipate that happening uh, in in trading for. One of the or, or certain signing one of the you know Trey Turner or Carlos Correa or Dansby Swanson, they didn't really uh, uh, have that kind of backup plan happen. So their depth on the uh, as far as defense goes is not great. But they're I think that their people are kind of underrating and writing and not really recognizing how strong their pitching could be. And also just they have Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts on their lineup. Those are two MVP caliber players um and and max muncie uh he he can he's a good hitter as well they, you know they let justin turner go but they signed jd martinez he's reunited with his hitting coach in la so so i don't know i think that the dodgers are still the team to beat in this season and until they they are proven otherwise i would say okay um well we will uh we'll leave the other mottos for the uh for the oh yeah no we'll previews. go we'll go we'll go for each, each yeah. preview for sure so 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 stay tuned for next episode um just as a as a side note Krista really was interested in those those AI models so so that the, having these up there are definitely inspired by her by her notes but she hasn't given us any any notes lately so so thank you for the note Krista <laughs> all right um okay i think uh i think that's it for mlb we have uh some stuff for the wbc i know we've talked about it a little bit but uh so maybe yeah maybe there's st- some a few things we can uh we can highlight well yeah last week i think we were mentioning that vladdy was out of the wbc tournament but it was uh recently announced that if the if uh the dominican republic uh make it forward in the into the 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 uh second round or the the, the uh past the pool stage uh vladdy could be added to the roster so that's good news uh for both the dominican republic and for the blue jays meaning that his knee isn't as serious his knee injury isn't as uh isn't serious yeah i, didn't oh, think, I don't it, think they ever really said it was serious but it's something that all fans worry and it about says he's only allowed to join the roster if someone gets injured so he's kind of like at this point, he's a reserve player. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just, uh, I I had a bunch of, like, scheduling stuff up, but there's so many teams, it's hard to to keep track of everything. I, I, I'll just go through Canada's uh, schedule this week. Um, today, Sunday, um, so by the time you listen to this, the game will already be done. Uh, they're playing Great Britain, so that, that should be a pretty uh, straightforward game for Team Canada. Um, you know, Great Britain has a bunch of, you know, uh, baseball-adjacent, players and then and then also british adjacent players as well they're all they're, they, they you know not not a lot of uh native 
English Englishman. I don't know <laughs> on the team. Um, and uh, Monday's Canada versus USA, so that's a pretty big game. Uh, Wednesday they play Mexico, and then after that, I think it's the uh, you know uh, whoever makes it out of the pool goes to the to the to the I don't know what you want to call it the playoffs or the the you know the 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 semifinals the whatever you want to call round. it the next round. <laughs> yeah. Um, oops, pressed a button there. Um, and then um, so we have some actual results in the in the in the uh the asian kind of uh pool um so um italy this morning sunday morning uh, defeated panama seven to one so i guess what's happening here is that there's going to be some sort of tiebreaker uh because the world baseball classic tweeted this if italy wins all five teams in pool a will finish two and two and the Pool A winner and the Pool A runner-up will be determined by tiebreaker measures following the conclusion of today's game. Now, we've I, I was checking up until before we started recording, and I don't know what that tiebreaker is going to be. But interesting, very interesting. Italy is, is, is advancing. Um, as well, uh, Team Korea, by beating Team Czech Republic, uh, has, has advanced. And Team Japan clinched a top-two finish uh, in Pool B. So Korea and, and Japan will be moving on to the oh, the quarterfinals is what they're calling it. the quarterfinals. So there you go. Maybe for the tiebreaker they should. Uh, I, I was going to suggest they should do a shootout. So maybe they should do a home run derby for the tiebreaker. I've 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 seen that uh, idea put forward. Maybe maybe, maybe I don't know. I'm not sure how they're going to do. It. <laughs> I, I it would be nice to have just a bonus game to watch too. So I'm not sure how they're going to. Or maybe it's just based on head to head. And I, I know in previous years, and this actually d- d- uh, resulted in a brawl between Team Canada and Team. Mexico. Maybe, maybe it was could, it was run differential. Maybe they could do um like a a quick um three or five inning game or something like that. Just uh you know, just a, a really short game uh to to break the tie instead of playing a whole complete game. Maybe, maybe. I'm not, it depends on who they face. Maybe they have to figure out who the other country is that they face and play, the, not not baseball, but whatever the, the, the secondary national team game is. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so looking ahead for the Blue Jays, uh, more spring training. Um, looks like they... Still more spring training. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they play... Um, they only have one split squad game, so I think they're... Both uh, versus Philadelphia, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess, yeah, we're getting closer to the end. So we'll probably see some more of the, the starting lineup to start the games, at the yeah. home games anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got uh, Boston, Yankees, Pirates, Orioles, two games against Phillies, the Phillies on the Friday, and then the Yankees again. So, yeah, um, let's just hope there's there's no no news coming out of those games other than just Players are doing what they need. Yeah, to do. yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, Monday could be Kirk's uh, Alejandro Kirk's debut uh, for the day, so that'll be interesting to watch for. Cool. And uh, we actually have some news for the Titans that isn't just uh, filling out the roster. The Ottawa Titans to, to yeah. Well, they, they actually they, they're filling out the roster in a different way because March twenty fourth they have a job fair uh, and twenty fifth as well. So twenty fourth from three to seven p.m. Or 25th from 10 to 2, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, they're hiring fan service representatives, box office representatives, ticket takers and greeters, team store associates, cooks, sweet servers, and more. As it says in my in my email that I yeah. got. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I I actually thought like very briefly about doing one of these uh, one of these jobs or something, but then I realized I play softball three nights a week, so I yeah. wouldn't be available for like the bulk of of the games. 
Yeah, I think we're too old and we're too busy to uh, to 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 meet the needs of a of of a of a of a baseball team. Oh, I would just do something simple like uh, like ticket related. I see, I see. But no, not doing that. Okay, nope. um, I guess we will take a quick. Oh, break. but you forgot. There's one more little piece. I thought you were going to go to this one. The uh, the there's a new Titans cap. Oh, right, right, because. That w- that was listed first, and you skipped it, so I forgot. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, so um, they have a new cap that they uh, emailed about. It's a um, I guess a cap that has their mascot on the on the, on the front, Cappy, um, and it's got kind of a little bit of an expose homage to it. Would you say? Yeah, I I thought it looked uh, looked kind of neat. Uh, I'm just gonna open it up again so I can see what it looks like. Um, it kind of you know what it kind of reminds me of It's a combination of. Um, the classic tr- uh, tricolor Expos cap and mm. the Baltimore uh, Orioles uh, uh, white panel cap. Oh uh, yeah, with, yeah, with the mascot on front. Well, I I, I like that it's uh, that it's still sticking with their team colors. Like they're not adding in like a you know a blue out of nowhere, uh, mm-hmm. for example. So like the three colors are, are well. I guess you can't really white call white panel. and black colors, but uh, they're shades. But red, white, and black. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it looks it looks good. I, I like it. It's I'm not sure that I'm gonna buy this one, but uh, the interesting thing about it, uh, other than that, is that their the Ottawa Titans logo is on there twice. They've got it on the back, but it's also on Cappy's oh, didn't hat. See that. I, so, I think they should have gone with like the, the 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 like the Inception version where they had Cappy. On the cap, on like just keep on going back. Yeah, the back recursive back. image or whatever. Yeah, they they should have gone that way. Uh, but yeah, if if they were to wear this on the field, I might consider getting it. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not co- totally sold on on this cap right now. But if I they wear it on the, field, it on the field, I might I might consider it. I, I doubt that they'd wear it on the field. It you never know. Like... You never know. Um. All right. Uh, well, actually, well, I was going to say, I don't know what the rules are in the Frontier League for alternate jerseys. I don't know if they're as strict as. Uh, as uh, Major League Baseball seems to be, but uh, I guess we'll we'll see if it actually happens. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Well, now let's take our our quick break, and uh, and uh, I guess we'll we'll come back and and talk about a few things uh, in in less than a minute. I would say. Okay. I'm back. Are you back? Yep. Okay, we're back. Um, so I have a note here, and, and I, I, I should have actually done more uh, research on this. Uh, do you have any Oscar picks? Because Oscars, uh, as as we record this, are happening tonight. Um, no, I I don't really have any picks. Uh, like I, I really only just looked at the best picture nominees. Uh, that's usually <laughs> what I look at in terms of uh, of um, trying to pick things. Like I, I don't. I, have not you seen as... any of the Best Picture nominees? Yes, actually. Uh, Top Gun Which Maverick ones? and uh, what's the other one? Um, shoot. Uh, I can't remember the list now. Well, I'm just looking at you know, Top Gun, Women Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis. Elvis. Uh, that was the other one. Yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen Elvis. Um, last night we watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. And we also watched the Fablemans uh, maybe a month ago or so. I uh, haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. Um, I think everything all everywhere all at once is a 
It's crazy. It's a, if you get Amazon Prime, it's it's free on Amazon yeah. Prime to to watch one when you pay for it, I guess. So I recommend checking that movie out. It's pretty. Uh, yeah, that one's on my list to watch. I think that one is going to win for best picture. I, I agree with that. I would say that would be my pick. Um, Top Gun Maverick is definitely not winning best picture. No. No, okay. It'll win I some. Seen... I think it'll clean up the special effects. Uh, it's well, it's between that what and about Avatar? Avatar. What about Avatar? I haven't seen Avatar, so but <laughs> I, I think that Top Gun Maverick is probably going to clean up the like the uh, technical productions. Um, well, maybe actually, even maybe Elvis might uh, for music. El- Elvis, well, Elvis, like I think editing wise, uh, well, now that I've seen everywhere everything everywhere all at once that could take editing but there was elvis was pretty uh crazy editing wise as well um so elvis was I, a crazy I, movie yes that's yes. a good way to summarize it yeah baz Luhrmann um, is a crazy film director yeah yeah um so you know but this could be the, even just like it could be just steven spielberg's year too you never know because he's just you know one of those like all-time great directors so who knows what'll happen with that but yeah, I think everything everywhere all at once. Um, I've never seen anything like that movie before, and um, um, although, to, though you know, to to be fair or whatever, I, I fell asleep uh, about halfway. Through <laughs> um, it, so. The only other movie on there on that list that I think has gotten some buzz around it in terms of being like a, a potential Oscar winner would probably be uh, Tar. I think yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot about that one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that might be one to watch. But one of those uh, thrilling movies about classical music, <laughs> classical music yeah. directors. Um, or, uh, but uh, are they directors? They're not conductors. Conductors. Conductor. But I, I think uh, the only two on on the list that I want to watch would be Everything Everywhere All at Once and The Fableman. So uh, I'll get to those eventually. Um, I, I might watch some of the Oscars while folding laundry tonight, but I don't think I'm I. I don't watch the whole thing anymore. It's it's on too late. I don't even know what time they start tonight. I think they start at, at eight. I like to watch it just like even just for like the, uh, the 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 fun just banter and stuff and the fun little skits that they do in between. Um, and just you know the musical performances are fun. Um, and also just the, who's who's going to be the the Will Smith <laughs> of tonight's. Uh, 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 I, I don't uh, think uh, there'll be a, that kind of moment tonight. Well, I think they'll have um, they'll have heavier security, but there's always a there's always a moment, some yeah. something that everybody talks about every year in the Oscars. I, I'm not saying that somebody's going to come up and slap the no uh, <clears throat> the presenter, but but something something's going to happen that everybody's going to talk about. So so two <laughs> things is uh, my prediction is that it's actually going to be a very boring show. There'll be lots of references to last year's show, but I think it's going to end up being kind of boring. Um, that'll be the the result the um, resounding opinion from the uh, from all the all the pieces writing about it Um, but the other thing is I think this year they so last year they did all of the like a lot of the technical awards including editing um, on another night and they like record Mm -hmm. like they played back the 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 speeches and whatnot but I think they've added those back to the live event so you know what I saw. Speaking of of categories, I saw some someone uh, posted an article or wrote an article. And I didn't read it, but I, but it was it was actually a really good point. They should have a stunt category. They should um, have like a best stunts. Yeah, best special effects. Why not? Why not? Why not recognize the stunt people because they 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 in some cases can risk their lives performing stunts for the for the actors. You know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get to our our personal stuff here. Hmm. 
Well, I'll let you start because you have a lot more written out than I do here. <laughs> well, no, it's just, just some quick stuff, I guess. Um, well, I'll, I'll just do – so what I, I called it uh, a bunt, uh, which was the, the perfect weather week is what I, I said. And it so – Here's here. Actually, let me back up a second. I think last week I listed the organizing the kitchen as a bunt, and okay. uh, I would say that uh, I made it safely to first on that one, or either that or it was a sacrifice bunt, and and the runner came home because um, so far that it's been working. The uh, kitchen reorganizing um, it has stayed organized. Yeah. So uh, bunting into next week, I guess, is we had a what I would say a perfect weather week this week. Um, and we'll see if, uh, if that means we're going to have a terrible weather week next week. I don't know. I, I certainly hope not. There. Um, and, uh, and just really quickly, a, I call this a double found a new non-alcoholic beer. Uh, we went to a restaurant for dinner the other night and, uh, Thousand Islands Brewery, Brewery, um, they have what's called Sober Sailor. And I didn't realize this, but they... I think they own the Barley Moe restaurant chain, and that's oh, the only okay. place you can get it. But you can buy, hmm. like, a six-pack or whatever from from the restaurant, like, similar to restaurants doing the beer-to-go thing. Um, but I will go to my strikeout. Well, let me just be, – before you do that, I was just going to say, like, when you said Thousand Islands Brewery, I, me- I immediately pictured Thousand Islands dressing-flavored uh, <laughs> yeah. beer, which, um, which would be good on a salad but not as a drink, maybe. N- no, generally not. Um, okay. Strikeout uh, is related to non-alcoholic beer. Uh, I put my beer order in one day too soon because uh, uh, I, yes. I got an email the day after I put my order in and it shipped that uh, Athletic Brewing Company released a new Irish Red, uh, mm. in, I guess in time for St. Patrick's Day, but uh, I was too late to to add that to my order, so I will not be getting that this uh in in this order but uh maybe another time we'll see okay um yeah no i I also uh because i got that for your birthday last week i also put put an order i should be getting mine i guess sometime sometime in the coming week um it'll be interesting to to try out because i've I've never had a hazy ipa that's non-alcoholic so it'll be interesting to see how they how those taste and how they how they go with that um my I guess I'll go with my strikeout too. My strikeout is is um, getting uh, well. I say everyone, but getting kids back into the car after uh, family outings. Now you mentioned the perfect weather. Uh, we went to the um, Sugar Bush and uh, the, the uh, over the weekend where they make um, maple syrup and they had all the, the the trees tapped and the kids were were going crazy and yeah, Leo didn't want to want to leave and so you basically have to like combination of of hold their hand and drag them slash coax them to get back into the car. Bo didn't want to leave either, but he 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 was actually moving a little faster than 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 Leo was to yesterday uh, on on Saturday. Uh, so so getting everyone back in the car is a strikeout because it is a very difficult uh, and and uh, cardiovascular uh, slash mental uh, process that uh, is is not the easiest thing in the world. Got to got to figure out some way to trick them to want to get into the car i guess well we 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 tried every everything in the book you know like we you know going to, we're, we're gonna go to starbucks we're gonna you know but but they just didn't want to leave what's their starbucks well, leo order uh leo starbucks order he gets well he gets the flat white them, yeah exactly no a cake pop 
Um, they both get cake pops, and Leo really likes their uh, their vegetarian sausage sandwiches, um, and uh, the kids lemonade. So there you go. That's the that's the order. Uh, yeah, I don't generally think of Starbucks for uh, for kids, but uh, that's uh, interesting. Um, and decaf, decaf, decaf. I, I I got an iced decaf the other day. That was good. Um, no decision for me. Um, I I think I'm uh, no longer a. I said I'm no longer a Star Wars fan, but I would say no longer a big Star Wars fan. Um, I, I kind of switched over to being more of a Star Trek fan. Um, just kind of based on the the like the, the movies are are fine but uh i don't know the no spoilers but uh mandalorian episode 1 it was it was very um uh underwhelming episode 2 was better um but like it's i am finding i i really don't care that much about uh about all the lore behind everything but as a as a comparison um i caught up with star trek picard um it, the the most recent episode again I'll I'll stay away from spoilers but it's it really feels like you know a classic next generation episode uh you know the the, the ship is in a specific situation and and the crew has to figure out what's going on and how to escape um and and you could completely take out all the the serialized nature of the story and have a standalone episode that works just fine um, and and the way that the series is working is you could walk into the show without knowing anything about Star Trek and just like a general level awareness and still enjoy it. But if you know all the background about Star Trek and stuff, you get like that extra level. Whereas I'm finding with, with Star Wars, a lot of the stuff is like you have to have watched like seven seasons of the Clone Wars and it's like... I, I don't know. I haven't watched the Andor series yet, so maybe that one will be more up my alley in terms of enjoyment. But uh, yeah, you I, need to I, you need to watch the, the Andor series for sure. Yeah. Um, I think maybe it sounds more like you're not just yeah you're not a, a fan of the extended universe of Star Wars. But I would also say that it, on the other hand, on Star Trek, the extended universe has also been a little bit disappointed in the disappointing in the Discovery show and the um, what's the other one that the, the other Strange Star- New Star- Worlds. Uh, Strange New Worlds. That one's yeah. really good. Um, that one's closer to um, classic Star Trek. Uh, Lower Decks is really good. Although Lower Decks season three, I wasn't as big of a fan of as the other two. Discovery, I'm it. <clears throat> so so but they announced that they are only having one more season so that don't yeah no i kind of that. fell off of that one too but yeah you're right picard's good michelle yo oscar nominee part of uh i haven't i'm uh, part of the earlier seasons of, of, of Discovery. yeah she's she's not back for uh uh for this past season and next season so anyways anyways but yeah um yeah i would say you know you, you do have to kind of pick and choose what you're going to watch for 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 star wars for sure but Andor is the best thing that they've done in since they've started having TV shows for Star Wars on, on the Disney Channel there, uh, or the Disney Network, whatever you want to call it. Um, so my, what are we at? What, what are we at? No, no decision right now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. My no decision, uh, These mine are all kind of related here, is, is Taffy. Because, we, we, like I said, we went to the, to, the, to the Maple Farm or whatever you want to call it, and they had Taffy for sale. Uh, the, in, in, in the snow that, that gets all frozen. And had I known how sticky it was going to be, I wouldn't have got it because it tastes good, but it gets all over you once it starts starts to melt and, and your, your hand, you're in the middle of the forest and your fingers are sticky and <laughs> there's, there's no place to go. But it, but it, it tastes good, but, it, but the, on the other hand, it's, it's quite, quite sticky. So, yeah, so yes. that's my decision. Yeah. That, I, I was I in a sticky situation, you could say. I, 
it's it's been a long time since I've. Uh, I, I think elementary school is the last time I probably went to a sugar bush for that kind of thing. Well, this past weekend, like you said, was the perfect weather for it because I guess we t- you had to be between like minus five and plus five for the for the sap to flow from the trees. So you, if you did want to go experience it, it's actually pretty close by. It's twenty minutes from our house uh, in, in in Riverside South. Um, it's it's in on like Cedar View, and it's it's pretty much within the city and they just take you on a wagon ride um but yeah so so it's 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 the perfect uh time of the year to go yeah um uh, okay my home run is just that uh um i so it was going to be that perfect weather week but like i said i'm i'm uh i'm holding out on that one because we might get hit with a terrible weather week but uh Don't my home that. run was uh that i it, Took me a, a few days to work through it, but uh, I wrote a, an article on Medium. Um, I don't know if you're aware of that website, but um, about epilepsy, and I put it up, and uh, just not so much that I um, that it's online and and whatnot, but just that uh, um, I've been trying to make sure if I'm publishing anything to like write something and then um, make sure sh- like instead of writing and and publishing it right away just working on it a bit so i, I mm-hmm. like the way that it turned out so that that's my home run you know maybe you can put, put up a link to that in the show notes as well um yeah um i guess um once you get more articles you'll move up to large is that is that how it works or uh no that's, that's no. not how it works Okay, um, so my home run is is, is yeah family out, outings. The we went to the to the to the to the maple farm the other day, and 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 Leo and Bo had a lot of fun. Leo was literally just running through the forest because uh, they had these specific uh, trails made to to walk walk along the the uh, and, and see all the trees that were collecting sap. And there was a uh, there there was a, um, a a park for them to play with, and they got to to, to pet didn't see all the all the farm animals the the geese and the cows and and Bo had a, a fun time uh just playing on all the all they, they called it the, the summer kitchen i guess they have a kitchen outdoors uh for the summertime where because it, it heats up up the house too much so Bo was playing okay. there um and yeah and then we got to they, they, they give you a wagon ride out to the to to where they do all the all the uh the syrup stuff to, to in the forest so it was it, yeah it was it, the, the kids had a good time and uh and they didn't want to leave. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, that uh, that wraps us up. I think uh, I don't have anything else on the list. Yeah, and me neither. So so next week we will be talking about um, we will be previewing the AL and NL Central divisions yes. uh, as well as their AI mottos, and we will be talking about some potential B teams um, from those divisions. So so look forward to that, and hopefully we will not be talking about any injuries, and we'll have a little bit more clear view of, of what the WBC picture is going to look like. Yep, and and probably I will say something about uh, Yusei Kikuchi next week. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll have maybe a couple uh, starts to talk about. All right. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Too fine.